0: Oh, the Mets dealing Teddy Bridgewater to the New Orleans Saints to open the door for Sam Darnold to be the Week 1 starter here for the New York Jets. We bring on right now Willie Colon, former offensive lineman, Super Bowl champ, now at SNY Barstool Sports Radio. And uh Willie, it's exciting for the first time in who knows how long. I feel like the Jets have their quarterback position figured out.
1: Uh, Well, we'll see. I mean, that's definitely the goal. I mean, I think there's a lot of people who – uh, thirsty and, and obviously extremely optimistic about Sam Darnold. Uh, I had to get a chance to look him, look at him at the, the kickoff luncheon uh, yesterday. He looks apart, saying all the right things, and I think he's hungry. And you got to understand, this, this isn't, you know, your normal uh, Cali kid. You know, this is a kid who got to USC. He was recruited as a linebacker. Uh, so he has a different mentality. He has a go-get-it type mentality. He's, he's a scrapper. He's a gritty player. and um, I'm excited for him. I think uh, to to your point, uh, the Jets may have their guy, but it, you know, it's all about how you produce in your production.
0: I didn't realize he was uh, recruited as a, a linebacker there at USC. Does that yep. does that give you a little extra little extra sway with your teammates? You are trying to win over a team?
1: Well, no, because as an offensive lineman, you don't want your quarterback tackling anybody. Oh. Uh, so at the end of the day, what you do, what you are. Um, I guess the lack for a better worry, well, I guess if you was to give him credit or anything, is his ability uh, to kind of have that grit, and most quarterbacks do. Uh, but you being a linebacker, that I means you've been hit and you you've given a hit, so that, that's a that's a plus.
0: You think Darnold's ready Week One NFL starter? You
1: know it's tough. I, I think he has the tangibles. I think he's one of those guys uh, from just from the preseason, having watched him. Uh, I think he's a guy that you know Jeremy Bates, the offensive coordinator. Uh, has pretty much jumped out and said, Listen, this guy has swallowed the playbook. He knows it. I feel confident in his ability. Uh, obviously, he's going to have to go through the growing pains like any young quarterback will have to. Uh, but I think, personally, for me, looking at him, it's not any issue I have with him starting is not necessarily him. It's the offensive line. Um, you know, you talk about Brian Winters, who's one of their star guys at right guard. He's coming off an of abdomen. Uh, Calvin Beecham is working himself back into it. You want him to be healthy. The depth of the offensive line is questionable. Um, so if you're going to put him out there week one on a Monday night against Detroit, who has a very good defense, you want to make sure the guys up front protecting him are, one, feeling healthy and ready to roll uh, and are firing at all cylinders. And I don't know at this current moment um, if those guys are, at, are in that position. Not to say that they're injured. Uh, I'm not saying that. But you just want to make sure those guys are battle-ready uh, and ready to go Monday night. From a health standpoint,
0: what is Sam Darnold going to discover about the difference between Week One of a regular season NFL game and what he has experienced to this point in the preseason?
1: I think, when any other rookie, is going to experience the speed of the game. Uh, your decision making, decision uh, making abilities at the quarterback position uh, is going to be is going to be amped up. You know, he's going to have to be extremely efficient in the red zone, and the Jets are, are a fairly decent team. I and mean, They rank 15. Uh, 15th in the red zone. They, they're up 20% from the following year. Uh, can he be the guy to, to really uh, take that notch up, take it up a notch, considering that, you know, listen, special teams for the Jets isn't that good. Uh, when they get down, they're going to have to score. You know, three is not going to get it done, considering that they have yet to acquire a pass rusher. Uh, so they're going to have to maximize their opportunities uh, in the red zone. Can he be that guy? Uh, you talk talking about some of the issues Andrew Luck went through. Uh, when he was up and running, he struggled in the red zone. the red zone. You get down there, you got to be able to punch it in. Can Sam Donald do that?
0: Yeah, it's been a strike for him, though, right? In the preseason and and in practice thus far,
1: it has and it has. And obviously, that's a plus. But game speed is way different from pre- preseason uh, and practice. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to have get. They're going to go at him. They're going to blitz him. They're going to see what he's really about. And like like I said, I have no issues with him personally starting I think I think he does have the intangibles I think he's probably ready uh, but I just from a personal, from a personal standpoint want to make sure everybody's healthy everybody's ready to go uh, I think three games in ten days is a lot to start a rookie but obviously Todd Bowles and, I, and I'm a big believer in him and, and you know he if he feels Sam is is the best guy for the job and he gives the jets the best chance to win then you got to put him out there
0: and we're joined right now by Willie Colon, uh, former Super Bowl champion, Offensive limo with the Pittsburgh Steelers. See him on SNY. Hear him on Barstool Sports Radio. And the Jets today dealing with Teddy Bridgewater and New Orleans Saints. They get back a third round pick and considering you know, they signed him as a free agent and they give him a million dollars and gave up a six round pick. I mean, they came out ahead as far as that goes. But uh, do you like them, you know, taking a guy who was really effective for them this preseason and sending him elsewhere to, to clear the path for the rookie? You
1: know, it's an honest toss up personally, if I would have made the decision, I would have held on to Teddy. Uh, just because you just don't know what's going to happen with Sam. He could be absolute blowing. He could be the stud we expect him to be. Or he could struggle. Um, and I just, for me, I I like keeping Teddy around for a year. He's a mobile guy, great locker room guy, worked his tail off. Uh, I know you have Josh McCown there for that reason as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but having three good quarterbacks is a luxury. And I, and I would have preferred... To see them hold on to Teddy, Um, you know, you getting a third round pick. I understand that move because if you look at the roster, they need more quality depth, Uh, guys that can really go get it, and and especially uh, at the pass rusher position, outside linebacker, and then on special teams. So I can understand the move. Um, I think, just personally, I wanted done. I would have held on to Teddy just for security reasons.
0: You know, Kirk Cousins had a a documentary that came out recently I saw a scene where he was talking about getting the 30 plus million dollar a year offer from the New York Jets and it sounded like he was excited about it but because he could use that to go where he wanted to which was the Minnesota Vikings but the Jets did make a push for Cousins uh, this offseason do you think as it turned out the Jets did better by missing out on Cousins and landing Darnold and and Teddy Bridgewater this offseason
1: well, I, well, I'll say this: money isn't everything. And if he felt he was better suited, or he was going to be happy uh, in Minnesota, then fine. Because the worst thing you want to see a guy uh, is write his name on a piece of paper and be like, "Oh, I don't know if that was the right decision." Mm-hmm. And then, from a coach's standpoint, you're like, "Well, you know, we need you to be the guy we, we're paying. And if you're not, you know, if you're not that guy from the neck up, because you're having, you know, somewhat conflict of, you know, you." wanting to be there and feeling like everything around you is built for you to be successful when you have questions about that, then I I think from Kirk's standpoint, he made the right decision, and I think the Jets did too.
0: Beyond Darnold, what has you excited about the Jets this upcoming year?
1: Honestly, I'm excited for Bilal Powell. Uh, I think Quentin New is due for a big year. Uh, I'm excited to see what the tight end position, how that emerges. Chris uh, Herndon from Miami, the the draft pick they picked up, I think he's going to be a big weapon for Sam. And I really want to see the, the maturation period of this team. You think about last year, they lost two games that they shouldn't have lost. They, they got, I think they got robbed uh, at home uh, when Austin Safari and Jenkins got a touchdown. They got robbed in New England. So this is a team that could have easily been 7-9. and seven They end up 5-11 and 11. games, uh, which I felt they should have won, and they botched. So hopefully they, they can get over the hurdle and, and beat the teams they're not only supposed to beat, but also surprise to people. Because I think a lot of people, especially fans, uh, they, want to, they want to root for the Jets. I honestly believe that. I'm not just trying to be a homer about mm-hmm. it. Uh, they, they, they want to see if this team is legit. Do they have what it takes? You talk about the two safeties, Jamal Adams and May, Leonard Williams. How is he going to emerge? You know, he's a guy that battled through injuries. They need to kind of get him a pass rusher to take the pressure off him. Uh, from the from an offensive standpoint, you know, is Robbie and Anderson going to emerge to be the true number one he wants to be? Uh, so there's a lot of questions. Uh, obviously, you got to mention Sam Darnold. Is he the guy for the future? We'll see. But I, I think a lot of team, a lot of people from the outside, you know, they just want to see what's cooking in, in, in Jetland and is this team worth watching? And they're going to have to prove it. They're going to have to knock on a lot of doors and, uh, and kick down a lot of uh, fences to, to uh, prove they're worthy.
0: And Jamal Adams, he's willing to knock down a, a few doors wherever he has to, to to say or do. And he's really emerged as a leader on this Jets defense. I would think that safety that's one of the tougher positions to come in as a rookie and master uh, what do you think in year two you know adams can can add to his game what kind of expectations do you have for him
1: well I you, like you mentioned earlier I covered the jets uh, me Ray Lucas bar Scott is now with us and you know having' watched them uh, there's a lot of talk about Jamari. obviously he's a leader he's a culture changer uh, he brings a lot to the table. But i got to tell you what, the guy who I'm most impressed with is Marcus May. Yeah, uh, The kid is a flat-out professional. It's almost like the combination I had when I was in Pittsburgh with Palomaro, Ryan Clark, uh, obviously Jamar being Troy. Uh, not the same instincts, because they probably have the range yet like Troy had. But what I mean, what Marcus brought to the table, he allowed, what Ryan Clark brought to the table, he allowed Troy to make those flash plays, to be aggressive, kind of be that safety net. Marcus May... Uh, does that, kind of like Ryan Clark did. You know, R.C. was one of those guys who allowed Troy to fly over the place and and, and make those splash plays that everybody grew accustomed to loving. But a lot of those plays were uh, able to be made because, you know, Troy had somebody back there covering his back, especially in the deep third. And that's what Marcus May does. You know, he's a great tackler. He covers extremely well. And he has a great, quiet demeanor about him. Doesn't need to talk a lot. You turn on the field, he shows up. And that's what I like most about him.
0: Yeah, all right, some exciting uh, excitement here for the New York Jets. It starts at the quarterback position, but not just that. Is It's uh, just a couple of weeks away from getting this thing all started up. And, of course, uh, S&Y's postgame, always must watch uh, with Willie Colon there. And, uh, Willie, great pleasure having you on. Thank you.
1: No problem. Thank you, guys. Be good.